Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. It's everyone's favorite time of the year. Christmas? Oh, no, no, not Christmas. College football season, baby. And to celebrate, DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app is putting... New players in the center of the action with $200 in free bets instantly if you bet $1 or more on any college football game. Any. And there are a lot coming to your eyeballs soon. So take advantage of this limited time offer now. You heard right. DraftKings is giving new players $200 in free bets instantly when you place a bet of $1 or more on any college football game no matter what. So... Head to the DraftKings Sportsbook app now to check out all of the great promotions and daily odds boosts that they are offering. DraftKings Sportsbook is safe, secure, reliable, located right here in the U.S. of A. So it's easy so it's easy to deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code DNVR, DNVR to receive $200 in free bets when you place a $1 bet on any college football game. Again, code DNVR to get your free $200 in free bets instantly for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Got to be 21 or older, Colorado only, new customers only, restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Shut up and listen. Shut up and listen to our podcast. That's good, Broncos. I'm Brandon Perna here with Will Keys, who was not just crying. We gotta, if you're watching on YouTube, maybe it looks like Will was crying, but he wasn't. Maybe. Maybe he was. Maybe Brandon said something that made me cry. Maybe I taunted Will. (laughs) This is why I don't like taunting. Maybe I did this right in your face. Gave you that peace sign. Uh, man, we've got some Broncos stuff to talk about. Our last podcast did much better now that football is back. People are excited. We got a little look yes. at Drew Locke. We talked about that. We're going to be looking forward towards Broncos Seahawks. I mean, we're not going to really preview that game, but we can talk about some things we might want to see from the Broncos. I think Russell Wilson might play a little bit um denver might be adding a free agent uh, according to mike cliss because they got the money to spend uh patrick sertain sertan damn it patrick sertan a little banged up of course we'll we'll jump in on teddy and drew and uh, i got a stat that should get broncos fans 
from six to midnight, baby, as they say in the pants right. department. Uh, today's episode brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, and use code DNVR, 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 DNVR when you sign up to take advantage of their can't-miss offers and my coffee company, BenchWarmerBrew.com, which right now on Twitter, uh, at BenchWarmerBrew, if you want a chance to win some of my coffee for free, Find our tweet where we ask you to taunt us. Uh, this was Will's idea. I thought it was a great idea. And we're going to give away uh, some coffee to whoever has the best taunt or maybe like the two best taunts. Uh, so that's how you get some free coffee. Yeah, well, and we'll run it until the end of today, probably. So if you're, yeah, for the rest you're listening of the to this podcast on the day it comes out, you still got time. You got time. Yeah, Maybe it'll all extend you have to, it. Yeah, maybe. Uh, you have to be, you're taunting us, too. Yeah. These are not just your favorite taunts in history because I saw a few people doing that. You're supposed to be taunting yeah. us as a coffee company. Yeah. And so your chance to talk shit to Will and I. Yeah, which is, I acknowledge the difficulty level pretty high because there's not a lot of, you know, not a lot of things you can poke holes in with us. No. We're pretty much I mean, perfect across the board. Yeah. yeah. We're bulletproof. Well, not, not bulletproof coffee. No, don't confuse no, us no, with no. that. You, you, taunt them although that's uh I, I switched to the bulletproof creamer recently and that was a that was a smart decision on my part interesting maybe we should do bench warmer creamer and um just start raising cows or something yeah that seems like a lot of work <laughs> yeah it does i want but i only want the finest swiss cows on earth <laughs> yeah. yeah uh the swiss like we make fun of them for being neutral but when it comes time for cows and for bank accounts, then we really, really need them, don't we? Oh, we do. Uh, on my my uh, exercise bike, I've done tons of the cycling uh, workouts through Switzerland uh-huh. and with multiple trainers. Like they did this whole Switzerland series, and I think I've done like almost every ride. And I have learned a lot about Switzerland. Uh, they've got <laughs> bombs in their bridges that they can detonate in case of uh, some sort of war scenario to prevent invading uh, forces from coming into the country. Okay, um, feels a little outdated. Yeah, I think that's old, very old, but I, they're still yeah. there. <laughs> they're still there. Uh, still worried I, about the Germans, I see. Saw a lot of cows. Um, so... I guess that's all I remember. But anyway, <laughs> so your Switzerland facts for the day. That's my Swiss fact of the day. Uh, check out our new YouTube channel, Swiss Facts of the Day. Yes. Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Should we get into it? I guess. Yeah. Okay. I could go on forever and ever about uh, various milk. European countries. Um, but let's see. Mike Kliss tweeted yesterday. Per the NFL Players Association, the Broncos have the second most cap room in the NFL at $28.45 million. That's so a lot of cheddar. In his words, there's a chance their, their season opening roster could include a veteran or two, not currently with the team. So our idea was to look at the top 100 available 2021 NFL free agents. And I think you're going to go down the list. And I'll stop you if I if I see a free agent that I yeah think I'm makes. gonna read we won't get to a hundred don't worry we're not gonna read a hundred names but 
The We're point go here is twofold because I'm not sure the Broncos, there's like a position where they need to add a veteran. So this is really kind of like a, a mystery tweet for me. Usually we would have an idea like they have to add safety help, right? Or they have like, feels like the Broncos right. roster are pretty freaking good, assuming, you know, um, the quarterback situation plays out well. Yes. Uh, the other thing, I think it's smart if they don't spend any of this money because this cap rolls over into next season, which I think I read Andrew Mason's tweet saying if they roll this over, they'll have like 70 or 75 million in cap space next year. Obviously, there's going to be some of their own guys they would want to resign with that money, but uh, they would have... They would be in like a position like we've seen like the Colts every offseason yeah. where you have this pretty solid roster, a shit ton of money to spend if you want, and uh, then the Colts never do. So I think they should keep this money. I don't think they should necessarily sign somebody, but let me read through this list, Will, and when somebody tickles your fancy, you stop me. All right? Let's go. Ready? Starting Number one available, and again, we don't think this guy will be returning to the, the NFL this season. But Per sources. Per sources. Uh, but Mitchell Schwartz, tackle. Then you've got David DeCastro, guard. Russell Lacoon, tackle. Richard Sherman, corner. Nope. Rick Wagner, offensive line, tackle. K.J. Wright, linebacker. Let me stop you there. All right. I think KJ Wright's interesting. Yeah. Um, I think he seems like he's waiting for a contract from Seattle, but Seattle does not appear to want to budge. Seattle just gave a lot of money to Jamal Adams. So I think that makes a little bit of sense as one option. Yeah. And I mean, we spent a lot of time, well, a little bit of time talking about how we liked uh, the performance of Justin Stranad last week. Right. And then you've got Baron Browning also. Right. Correct. That's right. Who, he's a rookie, right? Yeah, he was he was injured. He's coming back off the injury. He might they might put him on IR and kind of redshirt him this year. But if yeah. not, he would be that fourth guy. Yeah, I mean, I just see it like a lot of people are really excited about him. Um, well, yeah, which I think is fair. Like two people that I always see tweeting about him. But let's say he is injured. Um, you know, are they going to do that? Then KJ Wright does make sense, even though like. Yeah, but you got. Yeah. So you got KJ Wright. He would you'd have to pay him, you know, a significant amount and then you'd have to start him. So yeah, is he yeah. bumping? Stranod out of a starting job. Like, I, don't I don't know. I don't know if that's good value in terms of team building. The that's just want true. that guy on the field. Yeah, I'm not right? sure it's worth the the investment if you believe in Stranod. Wright's also 32. Uh, but the thing he does well that, that he's always done well, it's hard when you get this age um for that position, but it's cover guys. Like yeah. He's always been you know, like Seahawks fans, sort of like under the radar, really good coverage player. Uh, if you ask them, like they're always high on him. So I think in, in terms of talent and an area the Broncos maybe could use, that's the seventh quote of best available free agent. That makes some sense, but we'll keep going here. Uh, well, th this next one could too. Number, oh, the, he was six. KJI was six. Number seven is Olivier Vernon, edge rusher. Interesting. 
Um, then you've got former chief center, Austin Reader, Quentin Dunbar, corner. Le'Veon we can cross Bell. off just about every cornerback, I think. Yeah, no corners. We're stacked. Le'Veon Bell. That's uh, okay. Don't think so. Trey Boston, safety. Trey Boston's uh, only 29. Yeah, so I want Seems wanna... like he's been in the league longer than that, though. It feels like he's been around for quite a while. Um, I just want to say, I think the one position they might be looking at actually is safety depth. Safety depth, because they've got Kareem Jackson, got Justin Simmons, Trey Marshall got hurt last Sunday against the Vikings, and then you got two rookies. Which... Yeah, well, PJ Locks back there, and then yeah, Jamar Johnson and Caden Stearns. Right, right. So. You know, not a ton of experience back there in case someone gets hurt. Justin Simmons, you know, knock on wood, plays just about every snap. Kareem Jackson's a little older. He's, you know, the way he plays kind of lends itself to injury. I, yeah, if if I were going to make one move for depth on this team, I think I would pick up a safety. So you got, just to spoil the list a little bit, Trey Boston's at 11. Then you got Jeff Heath at 16, played with the Raiders last year. The upside of picking Jeff Heath is that you can guarantee he will not intercept Drew Locke this season. <laughs> yes, because he did last year, correct? Yeah, and probably in practice, but not, you know, when the bullets are live. So, yeah, that's one of the upsides, in my opinion. Yeah, I think either of those guys would be a very solid depth piece, and they shouldn't like. Uh, KJ Wright would command more money than either of those players. So right. uh, Trey Boston, I can get on board with that. Then we're dropping to the, the defensive line. You've got PJ Hall out of Houston, Jarrell Casey, mm. who we've said would be a, probably a great pickup for any team. Uh, he just had that injury last year. Nothing before that indicated he couldn't keep playing. Uh, Quan Short, Geno Atkins, that's probably a decent defensive line piece if you if a team gets a, a an injury there. Yeah, I think that's that's probably what all these guys are waiting for. Yeah. Is for an injury to happen. And like I don't want to um you know, I'm not obviously not rooting for these things to happen or like waiting for, you know, the dominoes to fall, but Carl Lawson right. on the Jets just went down with an apparent leg injury that doesn't look good. So this is like the time of year where these vets just kind of sit on their hands. Uh, they don't have to go to training camp. They can get in shape on their own. And then once the market gets a little bit better, then th this is when they, they latch onto a team, when they're truly needed for, you know, a, just kind of a, a Band-Aid role for a season. Right. Um, okay, so Geno Atkins – that said, I don't think the Jets will be signing Alden Smith. <laughs> Alden Smith, whatever. Yeah. I think, I, am, off the board. I think assuming the Broncos stay healthy, I feel like their defensive line is pretty set and, and pretty good as is. I mean, you got Draymond yeah. Jones, Mike Purcell, Shelby Harris. Ooh, yes. Uh, Deshaun Williams. He looked, he made some plays last year. You got McTelvin again. Shamar Steven. Shamar Stephen. We're going to figure that out eventually. Called yes. him Shamar Stephen Stephen about 500 times during the stream last week. Stephen. Um, 
Okay, so then Jeff Heath, like you had, uh, former Bronco Demar Dotson at tackle. Don't, yeah. We we think we're gonna we're finally gonna figure out right tackle. I think what Calvin Anderson's been sort of the starter there. Yeah, Calvin and- Anderson. Well, let's just point this out right now. Is regardless of who's playing tackle, the Broncos had the highest graded pass blocking unit in Week One. Mm, by yes, 11.3 points over the second best the jags and then Which the same makes sense and then the bears i feel like the only highlights i saw the jags <laughs> last week are trevor, lawrence, trevor and lawrence getting sacked gardner Minshew getting sacked yeah yeah so uh you can't you can't try and figure out pro football focus grades will but when no. the denver broncos are number one in a category it is they're the best at giving <laughs> grades yeah uh, exactly. That said, Denver 93.9 pass blocking grade. So yeah, Jags Same. at 82, Saints at 80, Bears at 80. Uh nice. It's nice. I like I like it. And it's I a little think change of pace. I think the line's gonna be good. I think it's a, a small indicator that the Broncos offensive line, you know, it, it wasn't really an issue last year, and I think it's just gonna it's gonna be a little bit better this year. I'm not saying it's gonna be the best line in football, but I top am. ten, top ten line, I think all around. Broncos got it. Yeah, and they, I don't know what PFF graded their run blocking, but to a layman like you and I, it looked pretty good too. Yeah, they made their runs. Javante Williams he had holes to run through, so did Royce Freeman. Correct. You have Royce Freeman room to run, then you're a really good offensive line. Yeah, because he's big man. He's big, big guy. man on campus. Yeah, yeah. So we like what we saw there. So they got three options, right? At um at right tackle. Yeah, like it looks Calvin like Anderson Calvin Anderson upside. might sneak in there as the starter. Uh they brought in Cam Fleming and Bobby Massey. Macy. I think it's Massey. I think it's Massey. Yeah, sure. Um, Why not? So, you know, Garrett Bowles is healthy. Anderson maybe takes that starting spot. And then you've got two veteran backups at either position. Should be good. I know Ryan Konigsberg has been banging the drum for Natane Muti um, at guard, but. uh, Very physical. Very physical run blocker. Love to see him in there. Quinn Miners had some some nice uh, pancakey blocks too, I believe. So, yeah, line's good. I don't, you know, for the first year, I don't see them trying to add that. Uh, it's, it's why Demar Dotson isn't back right now at age thirty five. So then you've got Todd Gurley, still a free agent. That sounds fucking crazy because he's still just twenty seven, and Duke Johnson also twenty seven, and then we'll end it here with two interesting options. Uh, Everson Griffin on the edge or Trent Murphy on the edge. Hmm. And the Vikings just worked out Everson Griffin, but uh, they did not give him a, a contract. Obviously, George Payton should have a connection, a read on Everson Griffin. Not a starter, not necessarily the right scheme fit either, as you mentioned. But... Right now, Malik Reed is the only backup edge rusher that I feel pretty solid about. Yeah, I like the idea of getting a little bit of depth at the edge position. You still got um, Anthony Ciccolo, who, you know, he's all right. 
last year is still a free agent. So you got some cheaper options there, but yeah, Trent Murphy, I think would make a little bit of sense. Still 30 years old, not ancient. Yeah. And there's guys that I think that the, the Broncos like uh, Derek Bazooka Tuska, Derek Tuska. Yeah. Tuska. Tuzuka. He will be Derek Bazooka whenever I refer to him, Jonathan Cooper. Um, So there's probably guys who, you know, we just don't know a lot about yet, but I mean, I wouldn't be mad if they brought in Everson Griffin on a cheap one-year sort of deal, and you could play him on, you know, the edge as a rusher or as a defensive end, like a down lineman, if you want to switch things up, like Everson Griffin and Von Miller, both kind of coming off the edge there, and you send one, you don't send the other, you could probably do some fun things with that schematically. Double trouble. (laughs) double trouble Uh, but again i think the broncos are safe just holding on to that money because you might need to pay aaron Rodgers this offseason you might have to pay aaron Rodgers. you might have to here's the weird thing i'd have to pay drew lock (laughs) they have yeah they have no idea if they're gonna have to pay drew lock next year they have no idea no i gotta pay Cortland sutton presumably right yeah i mean well that's something we could talk about is he's not going to be 100 percent for a little while like still wearing that knee breeze knee brace <laughs> um i think they're going to ease him back into the the lineup and the rotation which is probably fair because they don't need him no you can have jerry judy as your number one you know what i mean like you, you have tim be. patrick as your number one too. you have tim patrick as your number one you've got yeah. kj you've got noah fant Albert O is supposed to start practicing soon. So I think Cortland Sutton is going to take a little longer to come back. And I think Albert O is coming back a little more quickly than expected ACL injuries. You just don't know. And it's like how the body like heals that, that shit is different for every player. I think Adrian Peterson had the greatest all time ACL recovery where he returned quickly and then rushed for 2000 yards. Yeah. And that was like, I remember watching that injury and it was i think week 16 it was Was really late late in the season season. yeah i remember it being week 16 or 17 i want to say against buffalo but maybe i'm wrong yeah dude's a Um, freak not against buffalo it was against somebody it was really late in the season and he came back and rushed for almost eric dickerson's record over two over 2000 by a pretty solid margin MVP. The only reason Peyton Manning didn't win back-to-back MVPs was Adrian goddamn Peterson. I know Manning got what comeback player of the year instead. Yeah. That felt like a weak consolation prize. Yeah. Is Adrian Peterson a free agent? I think he is. I'm trying to find him on this list. Maybe I missed him. Is he not in the top 100? Frank Gore still a free agent. Oh no, Adrian Peterson and Frank Gore, 90-91. How's Alfred Morris listed ahead of Adrian Peterson? I think Alfred Morris signed too. Well, Didn't he, he just got released by the, the Giants. Oh, okay. Uh Adrian Peterson 36, Frank Gore 38. I just want to I just want to see him. I want to see him one more time. I want to see Frank Gore again. Yeah. Come on. For, get Frank back to the, the 49ers. I want to see him like switch to fullback and last another five seasons in Hell the NFL. Yeah. Speaking of fullbacks, I uh, 
I saw a f- picture of Jano on the Cleveland Browns Instagram, and I was oh yeah, uh, just maybe miss him again. You're showing some. He was ripped, showing some mid drift. I was like, dang, guy, <laughs> guy's a fullback. I want on my team. <clears throat> the offense has not been the same since he left. No, and by the same got... I mean like below average. <laughs> it was all Jano. Yeah, going from below average to just bad when he came in and left. Yeah, all the curse of Jano. Some are calling it. They many, many in Broncos country. Are, <laughs> many are people calling are calling it. it. All right, what okay. else do we have? We the Broncos are okay. So here's what's interesting. All right, the Broncos play Saturday, uh, Saturday evening against the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, last week, a lot was made about the, the Vikings sitting 33 guys. Um, that wasn't the most. The Rams sat 38. Then the Vikings were 33. Seattle sat 31 guys. Okay. As did the Giants, Packers 30, Browns 29, and then the Broncos at 26. So Broncos uh, in the top 10 of number of players they sat. So I think uh Broncos should get a little more credit than maybe we gave them or you know anyone gave them because the Vikings sat so many guys uh the Seahawks they sat 31 players which makes me think they're gonna play more guys yeah this week because with the preseason going down to three games I think what uh head coaches are, are sort of doing is they're either using the first or second game to get their veterans the the big chunk of their reps and it used to be everybody doing it week three. And now it's kind of just like a dealer's choice. So you're going to see like the Jags and Chiefs and Bucks sat just a handful of players last week. And I think they're all planning right. to sit more players this week. So I think the Broncos are going to get more from Seattle. But what's funky is Teddy Bridgewater is supposed to start this weekend and then lock will go after him. Locke's taking more reps with the ones in practice. And Vic Fangio said he is damn close to determining who the starter will be. Uh, I get like you decide Locke will start preseason week one. Bridgewater will start preseason week two. I think after you saw the way Locke performed last week, you start him again this week so he can prove that he 100% is the guy because I think by the time he comes in, he's going to be going against Seattle's reserves again. And I would much rather see him start this game over Teddy because you kind of already know Teddy's going to be fine. Yeah. Uh, even if you decide he's, you're going to name him the starter because Locke looked bad against Seahawks ones or mostly ones. If that's the way they do go, uh, I couldn't find any clarity on it, but I thought it was like a decision they made that they should have adjusted, but they're just sticking to it. Um, I don't know. What are your thoughts, Will? Yeah, it's a, it's kind of a weird situation given who's getting playing time and how many how many ones are going to be out there. You feel like the degree of difficulty against the Seahawks' first team is going to be higher than what the Vikings got last week. But yeah. obviously, Drew Locke, when he talks about being really close to making a decision, that is – code for drew lock just just don't screw things up too badly and yeah. it's going to be yours 
Yeah. Um, you know, we saw Drew Locke blushing like a little schoolgirl uh, when he heard that that clip from Vic Fangio. So that's good because I mean I think that means Drew Locke doesn't doesn't believe like the starting job is is his. Yeah. He's getting yeah. a little excited that the decision is near. It sounded like um like when you know you're in grade school and like you're like, oh, you know, so and so has a crush on you, and you're like, what? <laughs> That's what it looked like to me. Uh, and so, yeah, I, I think he just needs to not turn the ball over and it's his, I think that's what we're all, what we're all looking for. I think we want to see two turnover free games in the preseason out of drew lock. You don't need an 80 yard touchdown. Uh, you do need good decisions. If he plays a little bit more conservative in this game, that's fine. You don't need an 80-yard touchdown, but... You'll take it. It'd be pretty cool if you did. Be a lot cooler if you did. McConaughey, I just did it. Jason confused. We need a McConaughey on our sideline. You know how McConaughey's on the Texas football sideline? Yeah, we need a a version of that. Yeah. Who do you think that should be? Hmm. I mean, you could do it. That'd be sick. Uh, (laughs) I mean... To see how the Packers welcome Tom Grassi into their organization, yeah, and talk the... to the fucking president. Unbelievable for like the third time, right? Yeah, you know, I, 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 I help raise over twelve thousand dollars for the Alzheimer's Association, and then the Broncos do their big Alzheimer's Association charity thing yesterday. Uh, don't mm. even give me a call. Don't mm. even give me a call to try to raise some more money or do something for that. Um, I don't know. Ask them to help me destroy the Lego head. They're very kind and receptive, but we're like, uh, no, you can't. We can't do that because uh, some stuff's happening. So it's just, you know, I don't want to bag on them, but uh, be nice to be bag treated like a, a celebrity bit. is what I'm saying. <laughs> All I want is celebrity treatment. I'm not asking for much. The only reason I raised money for charity was so the Broncos would pay attention to me. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> It's true, you know. I mean, I I don't think you can top the Reservoir Dogs video. No, you can't. In terms of beating beating up uh, Lego Tom Brady. No, it's um, uh, I'm 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 not, I'm mostly kidding. Uh, that would be a really dick move to use my charity raising as a slap in the Broncos' face. Uh, not past you. No, my my sister works for the Alzheimer's Association, and uh, she texted me like, "Are you going to training camp?" I was sleeping. And then I just responded early in the morning, like, no. And then in the middle of the day, I saw what was going on there. I was like, oh, that's probably what she was like wondering if I was going to be there for. But we've got a bunch of family shit going on this weekend. So like our focuses are are other places right now. But anyway, I'm kidding. I'm just kidding. It would be nice. The Broncos loved me. I just don't think they do. I just don't think they do. They'll, they'll learn to love you. I think the, the shift, the great shift is happening in terms of media consumption. Oh, yeah. I think they'll get ahead of it or they'll get behind it or they'll be right on time, but they'll, we'll they'll come around. They'll come around. You know who else comes around every time? DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top rated sportsbook app. And it's everyone's favorite time of year. College football season. And to celebrate, DraftKings Sportsbook uh, is putting 
New players in the center of the action with $200 in free bets instantly if you bet $1 or more on any college football game. So go ahead, take advantage of this limited time offer right now. Head over to DraftKings because they're giving all new players $200 in free bets instantly when you place a bet of $1 or more on any college football game, no matter what. Uh, You know, DraftKings, it's safe, it's secure, it's reliable and it's located here in the united states of america so it's easy to deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience no funny business okay none none of the business is funny even when will and i try to make it funny it's not but anyway you can download the DraftKings sportsbook app now use code dnvr to receive those 200 dollars in free bets when you place a $1 bet on any college football game, that's code DNVR to get your free $200 in free bets instantly for a limited time. Only a DraftKings Sportsbook. You got to be 21 or older. Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions. They do apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Nailed it. Got it. Uh, Patrick Sertan. Got a slight irritation in his lower leg, so they've been limiting him in practice. When they say uh, irritation, does he have, like, poison oak? Could be. Athlete's foot? Athlete's foot on your <laughs> inner thigh and lower testicle? I don't know. <laughs> I think that's uh, called something else. Irritation is a weird way to put it. Did you watch Hard Knocks? I did, yeah. Like the first few minutes of the episode, Zeke Elliott was uh, complaining about his gooch chafing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, my gooch is dry. (laughs) I got to get some baby powder for it. He said gooch like three times. uh, Made me want to root for Zeke Elliott this year. Not going to (laughs) lie. Yeah, no, he he might actually, uh, he might have a, we always, we get tricked by hard knocks. We always get tricked by hard knocks into thinking, you know, they're going to be a good team. I don't see it with the Cowboys this year necessarily. It all depends on their defense and Dak's health. Like if Dak stays healthy, their two offense things will I be don't good. believe in. What's up? I said two things I don't believe in: Dallas's yeah. defense and Dak's health. Uh, one thing that Hard Knocks is reaffirming to me is that Mike McCarthy is not a great coach. He is no. a he is the most cliche NFL coach I've ever seen in my life. Oh my god, he is just like a fucking walking cliche machine. I love it. Like it makes me actually like him a little bit more, but I'm like he doesn't offer a lot. And maybe he does, maybe like they're not showing when he's spewing football intelligence, but he's like a guy just like uh all right defense, go out there uh, make some plays, get us some sacks, uh, intercept some balls. All right. Cowboys on three. One, two, three Cowboys. Yeah. And yeah. The, the Austin powers thing in the first episode. Oh yeah. The mojo. I kind of like that to be honest. Um, but yeah, he's like, you got two kinds of coaches in the NFL, the anal- analytically minded, the, the McVeigh's of the world. And then Dan Campbell's the Dan Campbell archetype. Yeah. It feels like McCarthy doesn't know what he wants to be. Yeah. And That's you fair. just got to commit to one. 
Like and Dan, I appreciate Campbell, Dan Campbell. And either can be successful if your coordinators are really, really good. So like if your offensive coordinator and defensive coordinator are truly just running the game, figuring out how you adjust to things schematically throughout the game, then you can be like the, I don't know, the rah-rah leader type head coach. And yeah, all you need to be really good at is managing the game at that point and consulting with those guys for adjustments and decisions. Uh, also, you just have to have a good quarterback, which Mike McCarthy has had his whole career. So, you know, we saw that change when Dak got hurt last year. So Dak better be healthy and McCarthy will probably be fine. Um, but, you know, there are other coaches like Belichick who does everything. Like, um, you know, he's figuring out how to make adjustments and do shit during the game and managing it. So it's interesting when you get a look at, at the head coaches. I usually, like, I feel like that's usually the most interesting thing is seeing how they actually sort of function around the team. Yeah. Uh, like last year we saw Sean McVay and Anthony Lynn different coaching styles, but McVay felt like a guy players would get behind as did Anthony Lynn, but um, in different ways. Yeah. Very different ways. So yeah. On the McVay to Campbell spectrum, you know, Lynn's obviously leaning Campbell and McVay being McVay on the other side, but yeah. there, there's, there's multiple ways to win. Oh I yeah. That's, I think that's what we love about this league. Oh yeah, that's what we love. Our league. <laughs> I I uh I'm not enjoying hard knocks this year. No, it's I not as fun. Make that declarative statement right now. I haven't enjoyed hard knocks this year. I didn't enjoy it the year before when it was the Rams and the Chargers. Now it's mostly because of COVID. Yeah, yeah. Uh it feels like the NFL is probably filtering a lot more than they used to. Maybe after the Antonio Brown situation with the Raiders. Maybe, yeah. That could have something to do with it. I, I think I like that Raiders season okay. I'm trying yeah, to think back. It was in, I mean, the Antonio Brown stuff made it interesting. Yeah, yeah. The last great season, I think, was probably Cleveland. Yeah. <laughs> that was a pretty good yeah, one. Yeah, that was a shit show. Um Yeah. <laughs> That's what we want to see. Like, that's why, you know, try to get the team like the Jags on there. Yeah. Right. But, you know, you got to, you got to have, anytime you can have America's team on hard knocks, I guess you got to do it. Yeah. I'll say, like, if you're a NFL player, going to the Cowboys has got to be like one of the most exciting places to go because the fan base is so strong there. Um, there's so much attention and it's like, if you're good and you go to the Cowboys, like that's a, that's a great fucking place to go as a pro. Um, and like, as much as we criticize like Jerry Jones, he's pretty loyal to his players and coaches. Like yeah, guys get paid there. He get like, I thought it was, it was fun to, to rip on Jason Garrett, but I respected that Jerry gave him time to, try and you know right the ship there because a lot of coaches get fired too soon and that's like a job that takes a little time to figure out and the cowboys are fun to make fun of but you know there are some things i like about them but i just i agree with you i didn't need to see him on hard knocks there's more interesting storylines yeah. to be had other places they've been like there three times 
they they you know they got the Kamara number two on there this last time around. Mm-hmm. Uh, the edge rusher, the undersized edge rusher, international story, uh, immigrated over from the Ivory Coast, like a very good story. Um, and now you know we'll be watching to see if like he makes the roster. But it's it, it's hard knocks used to do the guys on the bubble really well. And that's kind of feels like what's missing is the tension about which guys are going to make the team. Yeah. It's more like Zeke Elliott being funny every other shot doing something weird on the sideline. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's just now that we have, um, it feels like we have more access to players, personalities. That's true. That we don't need hard knocks quite as much. Yeah, um, social media changed that. Yeah, yeah. It, it feels like we know them a little bit better, that we're not, like, surprised that Ezekiel Elliott's funny or we're not, like, surprised that Dak Prescott is – I mean, Dak Prescott's kind of boring, but that's okay. That's what you want out of your starting quarterback probably. Yeah. yeah. Um, Seems like I a do, nice guy, but – Yeah. I, I, I kind of missed um, all or nothing. Oh, yeah. 2020. I guess I understand why they couldn't do it, but – you know, I, I wanted that, John Is that coming back? narration back in my life. I don't know. They're so secretive about it. They don't even, you don't even know uh, who's on it until yeah. after the season. It's crazy. We've never gotten a, we've never gotten a Broncos hard knocks. We never got a Broncos all or nothing. Maybe we get it this year. Maybe they're, maybe they got all or nothing. It would be a great fucking season with Drew Locke. How would, I don't know how they keep that secret. How do they keep those secrets? I don't know. It's like, who are these new camera people and yeah. producers around the team? Why do they all have Amazon logos? They have to. Th- they must have to threaten the the media members' lives. Yeah, like, because I know DMac would spill that shit for all of us here. Yeah, maybe they just disguise it really, really well. Yeah, all the cameras are hidden, and they just look like they're uh, new team employees. Yeah. Something like chef. That. The chef is actually a cinematographer. <laughs> the groundskeeper is a producer. It know. really is. Um, it's remarkable how they do it. It is. All right. Back to the Broncos. Um, any surprise cuts you think might be coming? Yeah. I think looking at the wide receiver room, there's a couple that could be coming. I think I'm, I'm thinking of Deontay Spencer mm. and I'm thinking of Tyree Cleveland. I think one of those two guys is going to get the ax. Yeah. That, I don't know if that's like a, a super hot take, but no, it's not a hot take. Spencer is, we haven't really got to see him much as a returner, but it feels like Spencer is being sort of market corrected by Trinity Benson. And then Tyree Cleveland, you know, he's a seventh round pick who made some plays a year ago. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it doesn't feel like uh, he's good enough to justify getting rid of the potential of some of the other players, some of the younger players. Right. And, you know, there was a ton of talk about Kendall Hinton in training camp, but uh, we didn't see a lot of him against the Vikings. So he's got to make some plays. I feel like this week in the actual game, uh, we're all I mean, is Trinity Benson's 
like a he's got to be on the team, right? He's a lock. I mean, like you keep him on the practice squad for two years. He he's having a great training camps, <clears throat> scores two touchdowns in his first preseason game. What are you gonna do? Put him on the practice squad again? Like it's the whole reason you develop a guy for that long. Yeah, you got to put. Got to be ready roster. for it. He's got to be on the roster. I mean, right now the Bron- like we've said this before, but after I saw the saint signed Kevin white. Yeah. It's like, dude, new Orleans, you need to be calling for, you just got to wait. Yeah. Just wait yeah. for who we cut. Wait for the, the cuts or get a guy right now. Um, yeah. Receiver. Right. I think uh, what Eric, the tight end, Eric, was it? Saubert. 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 Siebert. I think Saubert. Schubert? Let's call him Saubert. that. He might be the uh, the third guy. Yeah, it seems pretty um, pretty clear. I kind of forgot that they got rid of Troy Fumagalli. He's on the Patriots now. Not a shocker there. Yeah. Um, with also with Matt Lacoste, also former Bronco. Yeah, he has it. I think Jeb Putzier is somewhere on that depth chart too. Didn't the Broncos trade Schaffler. with the Patriots for Matt Lacoste, and then I think they traded for AJ Derby. Oh yeah, it was Derby. Yeah, Derby. Every white tight end is played for the New England Patriots. <laughs> yeah. At some point. Yeah. And so I, I think that's that's fair. Um I don't because Nick Vanette's not there anymore. Yeah. Um, I think yeah, it's gonna be Fant, Alberto, and, and Salbert, who Salbert's just like kind of bounced around and it feels like he kind of figured it out by all accounts. Yeah, he was what with the Jags before. Yeah, he was with a few teams. I'm trying to see. I felt like he made a few plays in the last game, right? Yeah, yeah, I know. He Two catches, 28 yards. So pretty good. He's six five. He's 27 years old, so he's been around. Played for the. Or he's drafted by the Falcons in in the fifth round in 2017. Okay. So there's something there. He's yeah, got I wonder uh, career receptions. You know, and then may, it's probably because they'll put Alberto on what the IR maybe to start the season, and so they'll probably keep Eric Sauber, and then you got what Andrew Beck, Austin Fort behind him. Yeah, I guess Beck is is he a fullback? He's kind of an H back type. Yeah, so they use him at both. Yeah, I don't know if they consider him a tight end necessarily, but I think he'll stick around and yeah. because of the versatility, and I think he's a good special teamer. Yeah, and Austin Fort, I don't know. I don't know if they even expect him to stay healthy. Yeah. Hmm. There's, yeah, I just don't see, like, a ton of, like, surprises in terms of guys that they'll have to cut. It's pretty, like – Yeah. It's pretty yeah, set. There's, no- there's the, the receiver. There's some battles. You know, tight end could change a little bit depending on if somebody has a great game. But oh, they they did sign. They could cut one of the. I was thinking they could cut either Massey or Fleming. Oh right? yeah, I mean that might make sense. You could cut one of those guys. They could cut Royce Freeman. Um, they could yeah. even cut Mike Boone if they like thought his injury was going to linger or something. You know what I mean? I'm not saying they would after you signed a guy, but they did (laughs) bring in Adrian 
Killins Jr. K I L L I N S. Pretty sweet running man. back. Oh man, I hope I hope he's good. I hope he's <laughs> good because if if we can have that guy on the roster, it'll make my job and your job well a little bit easier this season. That's right. He wasn't no. murdered. He was Killins. <laughs> on that, you know, we'll I, we'll work it out. It's the uh, you know, it's the reason you. Chris Berman is still around. Yeah, Killen's in names the name like that. of. Yeah, Killen's in the name of. That's that reference is about twenty years too late for Chris Berman, but <laughs> might be in our wheelhouse. Whoop 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 whoop. I was listening uh, I to some hear- Chris Berman highlights, and uh, I was like, his job was really fucking easy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And no, I, I, I'm a, I like I loved Chris Berman. He's uh, great. There's no one who does what he does yeah uh so he just invented a very stupid job for himself yeah (laughs) which is just making sound effects over uh highlight reels that we've already seen like when i saw jerry judy um juke out basically the whole viking secondary last week i was just i just heard whoop in my head (laughs) (laughs) so thank you for that chris yes mr berman mr berman um Yeah, so now we watch one more week of Teddy and Drew. Looks like Drew will get the easier competition, so he should lock this job up this weekend. (laughs) Nice. Gotcha, Chris. Coming after you, Chris. And, uh, yeah. I mean, we could go Teddy Bridgewater, too. Uh, Yeah, uh, what if he just kind of pulled the fast one and switched it on you? Bridgewater, the starter. You've got everything to gain by starting Drew Locke this season. Like, yes, man, it's easy. It's easy. You got to know. You have to know. He needs to, and Locke needs to play a full season. Like, you need to, yeah. Even beyond just being good, like you want to see this guy stay healthy and make it through the the full season. So, yeah, that's why and, I would start him this weekend. But I don't think you know. We called happen. it too. We we called it back on the the draft stream when Vic Lombardi asked us who we thought was going to start. Yeah, we said Drew Locke even after they traded for Teddy. Yeah, yeah, we know it's up. The uh, what I was going to say too is like. <laughs> Now that Locke looked good, I had some people saying, like, you better stop shitting on him. I was like, I never shit on Drew Locke. I don't know about that. Yeah. I never shit on him. I mean, two points there. It's one one preseason game. Um, Yeah. The other point is, no, no one was shitting on him. They're just people that liked Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. I I still like Aaron Rodgers. Shitting on him to say that Aaron Rodgers is uh, at this point in time, yeah, slightly better. I know I can't change. Slightly better. I can't change. You know how people perceive things, but that always bothers me when people think I'm shitting on a guy that I've never shit on. Criticized his play at times, sure, but like we were, even when Locke was bad last year, I felt like we were very fair to Drew Locke. So uh, we're rooting for him. We're just rooting for the Broncos to be fucking good, damn it. That's all we want. Get me into the playoffs, baby, and everything will be all right. Freaking playoff season. Like, you know, the three years we've done this together, six and ten, seven and nine, and five and eleven. Yeah. Something's something's gotta give. 
Yes. So oh, well, <laughs> before we get out of here, let's talk about the joke that you didn't like that you wrote me. Uh... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was a tough one. This is funny because, all right, we were working on the um, Jamal Adams. The Jamal Adams thing. Uh, and first off, that was awesome because I was like, shit, what's the main story going to be today? And then I looked at the script and Will had already written like a giant Jamal Adams thing. I was like, perfect. And it was all about how the Seahawks weren't going to sign him and it was going to fuck up. And then they fucking signed him that day. So we yeah. go back in, we're adjusting things and, you know, Will had already put all the good info in. So I put in the new info and then Will just went in and decided he, he needed to add a couple jokes. And uh, he Joke is a strong one. He, he made a reference about uh, Jamal Adams not being extended in New York. Yes. And he was like, extended in New York. Sounds like a 90s sitcom, uh, romance sitcom, or a 90s rom-com. rom-com starring Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan. Yeah. And then he said, back to Sleepless in Seattle. Like, you know, not like a punchline joke, but just kind of a funny reference. I liked it. I kept it in there. <laughs> I threw in the Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan photo in the edit. I upload the video. 10 minutes later, Will texts me, oh, that sleepless in Seattle extended uh, in New York joke was so bad. I, I saw it. You saw it um, play out live and you're like, fuck this joke. Yeah. Yeah, I saw it and I was like, Jesus Christ. Oh, I hope I don't get blamed for this. You, now you are. But it, I, it's fine. It, it was like... It was like me being like, oh, how do I make something funnier? And, you know, if you f- try to force a joke, it can go really, really badly. Oh, yeah. Um, so I, I think that's the, the lesson there, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean. It, it needed a little bit of work. It, you know, if if we had a couple of options as far as. Um, we had another hour to jokes there. marinate on it. Yeah. Yeah. It, it feels like something you could riff on in a podcast, but maybe not in a video. Yeah, well, I don't know. Yeah, who knows? I saw it. I left it in. I, I mean, I, I still think the movie makes sense on its own. Extended in New York, like it's just a flight that keeps getting delayed at at JFK or LaGuardia or wherever. And these and two people keep, keep bumping each into each other, and yeah, yeah, and they like they're waiting, and then you know the tensions like, are they gonna? It's Southwest for some reason, so are they gonna find a seat together? Um, are they going to keep talking? If you're wondering, uh, yes, we've already had a movie where Tom Hanks is stuck. Yeah, it's the airport. terminal meets <laughs> Sleepless in Seattle. Then yes, yes, it's meets true that, got <laughs> that is the case. Um, however, I don't see why there can't be another one. And here's the, the twist ending, all right? Uh-huh. <laughs> you think they fall in love. Yeah. They get on the plane. Tom Hanks goes back to coach. Meg Ryan sits in oh. first class. Oh. And she's like, no, no, no. I'm not I'm not gonna go out with this this commoner. This what if you have a I like that. I like that twist ending. Um <laughs> a little classist, which I like. Yeah. What if you have like a Romeo That's and That's on the mind after watching the White Lotus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Great show. Um you saw the whole thing? Oh yeah. Yeah, good. We can talk about that off on or uh, off air. Love as not to spoil anything. Yes. Yeah. What if we have like a Romeo and Juliet kind of uh, first class coach romance? There we go. On an airplane. 
Yes. Something like that. And then the sequel is about the flight. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it just, it, it's like a, uh, before, before and after sunset or whatever. Yeah. You know how it goes before sunset, after sunset. Yep. And then the third one, uh, way after sunset. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, we're going to get the fuck out of here. Thank you guys for listening to the podcast uh we'll be live streaming during the game and yes. then i'm got a crazy weekend the the recap pod might be up a little later so just a heads up good night and, and john elway's acl good luck it's everyone's favorite time of the year christmas oh no no not christmas college football season baby and to celebrate DraftKings Sportsbook America's top rated sportsbook app is putting new players in the center of the action with $200 in free bets instantly if you bet $1 or more on any college football game any and there are a lot coming to your eyeballs soon so take advantage of this limited time offer now you heard right DraftKings is giving new players $200 in free bets instantly when you place a bet of $1 or more on any college football game no matter what so head to the DraftKings Sportsbook app now to check out all of the great promotions and daily odds boosts that they are offering. DraftKings Sportsbook is safe, secure, reliable, located right here in the US of A, so it's easy, so it's easy to deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code DNVR, DNVR to receive $200 in free bets when you place a $1 bet on any college football game. Again, code DNVR to get your free $200 in free bets instantly for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Gotta be 21 or older, Colorado only, new customers only, restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700.